navigating the Pacific Northwest. I certainly don't have everything figured out, but I hope to encourage and inspire you to be the best mama you can be. Are you ready to jump in? Today we're privileged to talk with my friend and guest, Christina Hyde. In this episode, we'll make a case for watching the sunrise, consider tweaking our morning routines to encourage more peace, and you'll hear why I feel transported back to Switzerland when I use a particular item each day. Spoiler alert, it's soft and cozy. This is episode 31. Here we go. Well, thank you listeners for tuning in this week, and thank you, Christina, for being with us today. Hi, it's good to join you today. So you might not know this, but Hannah frequently has to edit out at least two or three mistakes where I can't even say the word hello. (laughs) (laughs) This, my friends, is the hardest part of each episode for me. I get nervous and suddenly I launch into somebody else's catchphrase like, hey, 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 Bobo, or Robin Williams, good morning, Vietnam. (laughs) So yeah, (laughs) there's that. (laughs) We made it past the worst part. (laughs) I'm dying. Oh, man. So one quick announcement. I have a goal of getting 25. Well, honestly, the goal is bigger. But for now, 25 reviews on Apple Podcasts. So I just wanted to ask if 10 of you listeners could take a couple minutes this week and just do one for me. That would be amazing. And I would cheer and be so happy. Um, Reviews and ratings really help other mamas find the show and find encouragement. There is a permanent highlight on my Instagram, which is at Sunday Afternoon Mama that shows you how if you aren't sure. It's a little bit random, so I would recommend just looking at how to do that because there's no shame in in just watching because it's a little weird. So I just wanted to start with a little highlight of uh, something in our family's life. Like we've had warmer weather lately, so one of my highlights recently was we went to a lake. It was actually on Mother's Day. And so it was a Sunday drive and an adventure kind of wrapped all in one, which was so wonderful. I mean, it was just so good. And People were actually swimming, and so my daughter, my oldest daughter, was like, Mom, why didn't you bring our swimsuits? I'm like, because it's May. I wasn't thinking that anyone would be brave enough to swim in this cold lake, but sure enough, there were like quite a few people. Yeah, you know you're in the Northwest when you see kids that are like in their swimsuits at the coast or at the lake, and it's... 60 degrees out. We're like hearty, hearty <laughs> stuck right? because we have, we do not or have crazy. Or crazy. We don't have warm water. I was just, it was so fun. But anyways, one quick thing that happened while we were there too, we we're just kind of playing and the kids got a little bit wet and splashed around in the like shallow part. And one, we had this little parenting challenge come up where one of my daughters was like being stubborn about something and didn't, was just kind of getting in a funk, you know, one of those moods that was just, it was hard to reach her. She kind of went inward and we thought, oh man, what's going on? So my husband goes, just, let's just step back. Let's go sit by the fire. We built a little fire and roasted marshmallows. Let's go sit back. Let's see if like nature time kind of sorts this out for her. Cause she's kind of an introvert. And sure enough, she sat by the lake and she was watching the water and the other kids playing and the birds and all this stuff. Like there were ducks swimming by and all this cool stuff. She turns around and I'm like, would you like to have some chocolate? Cause we had ingredients for s'mores and she doesn't love s'mores, but she does like the chocolates. So I'm like, Hey, you ready for some chocolate? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> turned around turned it around and I just thought oh that's another huge benefit of nature well that's such a good skill to have too yeah. to be able to figure things out yourself because there's going to be times in your life when you are stuck and you're not always going to have parents that are able to help you get past those hurdles yeah exactly it was so it was really cool to watch and I was like props to my husband for having the wisdom to step back 
I think females, like for us mamas, it's like easier to get caught up for me in like the the battle of the wills or like with daughters. It's like, ooh, me versus you. It's like, no, 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 no. That's never the wise course of action. But learning to step back when yeah. the stakes are low so they can learn these skills when it's easy. Totally. So anyways, be encouraged, mamas, and let's get our families outside. It's it's so important. Okay, well, we are continuing on with our homemaking series. I hope you're excited. And today we are going to springboard from a really neat concept discussed in Jennifer Scott's At Home with Madame Chic book. So one of the ideas that she encourages is for each of us to find joy during each part of our day, the morning, the afternoon, and the evening. In much the same way that a house that you love is easy to care for, when you look for joy in each stage of the day, you'll find yourself enjoying the present rather than trying to wish it away. Yeah, So we thought it would be fun to pick a mood that we are hoping to create in our homes and with our families as we move through the day. And we'll start today with discussing mornings. So the morning mood that we chose is peace. And why peace? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the day will have enough stress and trouble of its own. And it's wonderful to start intentionally with moments of calm and stillness to set your heart and your mind on the right track. So whatever you can do to contribute to your mood being calm will greatly impact your ability to encourage that mood in your kids. Yes, for sure. Let me ask you some questions. This is for everybody, right? In ourselves included. How do you wake up? And when do you get up? Do you find that your current morning routine helps you stay calm? Or do you end up feeling rushed and stressed before you even get out the door for school? I think how we wake up is so important and it goes without saying that for many of us checking the news and other like high stress information before breakfast may not be the best idea. (laughs) I can attest to that. Um, I fell into a bad habit last summer of waking up and getting on my phone before I even got out of bed and I'd be scrolling through Facebook when the kids came into my room to see if I was awake and that would make me automatically feel guilty because I hate it when they catch me on my phone. But at the same time, I'd want five more minutes of bed or veg time. And then starting my day with a combination of guilt and selfishness on my part would usually make the kids' attitudes waver as they vied with the phone for my attention. And it was just this downward spiral. All in all, it wasn't a really very pleasant way to begin the day. Yes. Along with how we wake up, when you wake up, you know, is really important. Are you thrown into the day with a sense of panic because you hit snooze one too many times? We've all done that, right? Didn't leave yourself enough time (laughs) to get ready. And you're now running out of the house as if it were on fire. Immediate fear upon waking makes it hard to savor the morning. So I invite you to reflect with us right now, even in this moment, on how your mornings feel. So think about what you typically do within the first 30 minutes of waking up. If it's not working for you. Like my guilt and selfishness or waking up in a panic. Yes, right. If it's not producing calm and peace in your home and your heart, Maybe it's time to reevaluate and tweak some things. That is the beautiful thing about mornings. We are given a fresh start every day. I'm so grateful for that. Don't ever think, oh, it's too late. You know, it's too late for me. It's too late for us. We just, we're stuck. (laughs) There's always positive change that can happen. So I thought we would share with you our favorite morning delights. And here's a couple of mine. So I love just getting up early with my husband and sharing coffee and conversation and oftentimes prayer before the kids get up. 
When it's colder, we sit in with the fire, maybe even light a candle and kind of keep that living room dark and peaceful because I just, I love easing into the day that way. And we'll crack some windows to freshen up the bedrooms and the living areas. Lately, we've been sitting outside as the weather has warmed up. So we each grab a blanket, which is very reminiscent of my time in Switzerland. They are all about those outdoor faux fur blankets, if you remember. And we just spend that time outside. The birds are usually singing. And we recently discovered we have one of those woody woodpeckers, you know, the type. And then they're endangered, I think. And they're in our, one of them is in our backyard. He makes his home amongst the trees back there. So I just love hearing them sing and breathing in the fresh air, seeing a dreamy sunrise full of pastel shades of gold and peach, blue and purple. Honestly, it's just one of the best ways I can think of to make up. And it prompts my heart to be more thankful and oftentimes praise my maker because I'm just so overwhelmed with the beauty of his creation. Also, I love a morning delight is the morning workouts. They're still working well for me in our schedule. It's a fresh release of those endorphins, time to connect with local people like live in the area, even some neighbors, and it's a mood boost and it's a socially kind of fun outing before the day really gets rolling and I look forward to it so much. In the wonderful book At Home with Madame Chic, she mentions having a signature drink like many literary characters do and famous people like, so mine in the mornings is now simply black coffee, but it's still fun, you know, it's fun to have a morning treat like that that you look forward to. So think with me, what are some of your morning delights? And do you have a signature morning drink? I don't know if I have a signature drink. I do like the chai with yes. um, with like a foamy milk in there. Yes. But I don't always have the makings for that. Right. Um. <laughs> that's a good one. That's, a, that's yummy. But I do enjoy the morning time, but I usually work evenings. And so I'll get home at 1 or 1.30 a.m. And because of this, I set my alarm as late as I possibly can on school days, but not so late that I wake up in a panic. Um, One thing I don't do is hit snooze. I'll just set my alarm as late as I can sleep and then get up when it goes off. And I do this because I don't think that snooze sleep is really that restful. And I'm kind of greedy and don't want to waste the sleeping time with interruptions. Yeah, I love that snooze sleep. We could call it snooze sleep is not restorative. No. (laughs) So true. It's just procrastination in sleep form. Yep. So my kids can get up without any issues some days, but other days I feel like I'm waking a hibernating bear. They respond best when cajoled gently out of sleep. Um, But if they groan and they moan, I'll pile the blankets back on, proclaiming them grumpy and not ready to get up. And then I'll fling the blankets back off them to check as if they were done being grumpy. Yes. I know this doesn't help, but I'm acting this out for your benefit. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case you can't see. (laughs) Um, most of the time this gets a giggle out of them. I tried waking them up by singing as a joke once and it actually worked pretty well. So I've added that to the wake up bag of tricks. Laughter really helps to smooth out the bumps in the morning. We definitely still have mornings that are difficult, but it helps to have some tools to change the tone when we get off on the wrong foot. After we head out the door and drop the boy off at school, the girl and I will usually head to the gym for a workout and a visit with our gym family. And then when we get home, I try to take a few minutes to be still and have coffee and, and just sit and have that quiet time. Sometimes it devolves into like a mindless Facebook scroll on the computer, but even those times seem more productive because the girl sits on my lap and we look for funny videos together. And it isn't just me on my phone trying to push away the morning. It's the two of us on the hunt for laughter together. I love that. So um, one thing that isn't always possible at home, but everyone should try sometime is drinking your coffee while sitting in the hot tub in a hot tub on a cold morning. Ooh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. So I went away for a weekend with some girlfriends at an Airbnb a few weeks ago, and we got up slowly and we wandered out to the hot tub and lazily drank our coffee. And it was 
absolutely luxurious. So if you have a bucket list, add that one to it. (laughs) I'm going to. (laughs) I love that. Again, if something just feels off, examine these elements of your morning afresh and just make the necessary changes. You can also experiment. I know that getting up super early isn't for everyone. I just want to encourage all of us to somehow take advantage of the beautiful aspects of a calm morning routine and that general mood. One more important thing to keep in mind, often the night before may be creating a negative domino effect on your morning. We talked about this a few episodes back towards the beginning of this podcast. For me, this is for sure the issue of sleep. When I fool myself into thinking one more episode or nah, I can cram in reading a bath, this, that, and everything else. It won't matter if I push my bedtime. I am always filled with sleepy regret the next morning. So I would encourage us all, don't keep sabotaging our mornings because of bad routines and habits that have crept into our nights. So here are some tips and a takeaway for you when it comes to incorporating some of these morning delights into your life. So the first one that I just mentioned was sleep. So again, we talk a lot about sleep, but it's just so critical for helping you to have more of a naturally positive outlook in life because you're not kind of irritated and easily frustrated. So tweak that bedtime routine if you find that you are always feeling behind, like always feeling sleep deprived. So we'll add to this when we talk about evenings in a few weeks, but for now, we'll just leave it at this. But if you're in a season with a newborn or a little one who keeps getting up at night, just maybe squeeze in a short nap in the afternoon when they nap. And I know it's so hard to do that. Everyone tells you that and you're like, yeah, that sounds great, but this is my time to do the chores or throw in a load of laundry and do this. That's, you know, all these things. But uh, like literally, it is so crucial to make sure you sneak in even a little nap and try to feel a little more refreshed. Okay. So the first one was sleep. The second one is to prep crucial things the night before. So basically set yourself up for morning success to enjoy the morning delights. So a few suggestions are maybe lay out your own clothes, like your own outfit and your kids clothes the night before and clean the kitchen, whatever version of clean you kind of need to wake up the next morning and feel like not behind and not overwhelmed. So that could look a little bit different for all of us, but it's so lovely to wake up to a clean kitchen. You just have that clean slate to start with. Remember I shared during our spring cleaning series that one small tweak I've made lately is to put away the hand-washed dishes on the drying rack at night so I don't have to walk in the next morning to a full drying rack. Now that sounds maybe kind of over the top, but (laughs) visual clutter is a real thing. It helps me, at least personally, to have a calmer start to my day. And maybe that wouldn't affect you in the same way, but I guarantee there's probably one or two things you could do the night before that would ease your morning stress significantly. Other suggestions include prepping the coffee, setting a simple breakfast table and taking the trash. My mom always did the setting the breakfast table piece. She would put out, if we had like kid vitamins, a little plate, little bowl, cup, she'd set it the night before and it takes very little time, but it really helps you in the morning to feel (laughs) on top of things. Again, starting with a fresh new bag, even in your trash bin is kind of shockingly nice. There's all (laughs) these little things that help the next morning feel like, okay, this is going to be good, you know? Yeah, especially if you know that you're having a busy day, getting those things ready so you can just kind of slide right in and not have to worry about that extra stress. For sure. Another tip or trick would be to tweak things about your mornings that aren't currently working for you. So think through the elements slowly, one by one, and look at your current successes or your struggles that you have in the morning. So recognize that some things are out of our control. But I can be purposeful and I can control how I begin the day and the state of mind and the heart attitude that I have in the morning. Mm -hmm. So, for example, your child might wake up super sour and you'll need to stay positive and be gentle to help him ease into the day. 
or you might have had a rough night's sleep for, for whatever reason. And starting that day with intention and gratitude will help lift your spirits, even if your physical body is fatigued. Yeah. A lot of these things are choices. Um, it's hard to make that that positive choice to have a positive attitude. But if we can choose our attitude, despite whatever our circumstances might be, our day is going to go a lot better because of that. Mm-hmm. Another thing that you can do is to make time for yourself in stillness. And even five minutes counts. So mom alone time isn't always easy to come by. And I know that I mentioned this last week or in a previous episode, but um, when we had new babies, our first, and showers felt like a luxury, one of my good friends told me how she had this really good smelling shampoo. And when she'd lather up her hair, she would just imagine herself on a tropical vacation. Yeah. And it was only a minute or two, but those fresh smells and the good head massage helped her to power through a day running on very little sleep. And I'm still reminded of that two minute vacation when I get ready in the mornings. Yeah. And it helps me to remember to find joy in the little things. And and sometimes when I just can't find stillness, I find myself doing those moms trying not to lose it breathing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like close your eyes in through the nose, out through the mouth, gather your thoughts, try to keep it together. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Even the action of breathing like that helps me to mentally relax. When I was thinking about this the other day, I was just, I I did one because I was just trying to remember if you went in through the nose or out through the nose. And then I kept my, I kept finding myself, I kept doing it over and over because it's like, oh, that felt good. Yeah. (laughs) Let's do another one. (laughs) Breathe out. (laughs) I know. It's so good. And there's just a lot of other stress that's going to come at us throughout the day. So so whatever comes our way, we can remember some of these strategies too, because we can have the best intentions and then something really happens where it challenges us to the core. Like, are we going to make a good choice here? (laughs) So our last tip for you is to get ready for the day. Get yourself ready. I like how Kendra Adachi, who is the host of the Lazy Genius podcast, which I love, says self-care is doing whatever makes you feel like a person. So what she means is just putting a few moments into getting ready in a fun, even little bit luxurious way, like what we just said with the shampoo or whatever little things you can include that make you feel like put together and like right again it's just calm and peace in your heart so a sub point here that we wanted to include from the madame chic book was to embrace your femininity even if it's something as simple as spritzing on your favorite perfume like i do that almost every day whether i have a big event or errand or anything i just i just make that my habit because for me it really really helps and then just taking five to ten minutes to do a little bit of grooming like maybe your nails making sure everything's like good to go and your face and makeup and you don't even have to wear tons of makeup it's just if you want to do a little bit braid your hair or do something fun with your hair wear a fun headband put on a summer dress and maybe some comfy cute sandals instead of sweats <laughs> or workout clothes like again because I know I can get into a rut with that um, and throw on some pretty earrings even something just really simple and basic but if, even if you take that couple of minutes to apply your favorite lovely smelling lotion or whatever you know And don't forget to smile in the mirror. Like when you're ready to leave, just be like, okay, here we go. (laughs) Like it's going to be a good day. And sometimes I have to give myself that pep talk for a second before I face whatever I'm going to face. And P.S. I would encourage us, let's not deprive ourselves of life's simple pleasures like a great hot shower or a bath. Take one at night if you don't want to spend too much time on that in the morning. Like I remember when I was working full time and hadn't gotten married, didn't have kids or anything, and I could take a full hour to get ready. Like a full hour, oh, wow. including breakfast. But oh, you're, that, that makes sounds <laughs> maybe, maybe that makes me sound super vain. <laughs> no, but I mean a full shower, well, and then blow drying your hair, and then doing all these things. And I don't do that anymore. And like that daily routine has significantly changed. But you know, don't deprive yourself of the really simple pleasures of life and getting ready. There's so many fun things you can add to your routine that are not expensive, 
not time consuming, but help you feel like Kendra said, like, like a person. (laughs) Jennifer Scott encourages us to cultivate a signature look. And she says, become a connoisseur of your own look and picking out your clothes in the morning will be such a joy. I'm still working on this, but I love the idea of having a few signature kind of go-to styles, like ways that you put an outfit together that you know look good on you and your body type and where you're at right now, like just, but they reflect your personality a little bit too. It's just one of the joys of being um, a woman. We do get a lot of fun options for clothes. Yeah. Yeah. And accessories (laughs) and smell, you know, scents and everything. Yeah. I like, I like fun earrings. Yeah. Um, I'm a shower everyday type of girl. But I don't want to take two showers. Yeah. And so I'll do drop off in yesterday's hair and makeup yep. and workout clothes. And then I'll take a shower after going to the gym. And I feel like my day is always more productive when I get ready for the day and make an effort. It's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy. So get ready for the day that you want to have and you'll end up having a good day. Yeah, totally. So we hope these tips are encouraging to you and that you've taken away a couple of new fresh ideas or been reminded of something you used to do or thought about but haven't done it lately. I don't know. That's what I love about this is just talking and figuring out ways we can make the mornings more peaceful, more joyful, more calm. So let's move into our favorite things section. And um, one of my favorite things, I I even experienced it yesterday morning. (laughs) Um, I will take a few minutes every morning to kind of stretch a little bit. I'm trying to be better about that so that I can ease my back pain and, you know, all of that. So I will be stretching and my little boy will come and like, okay, let me describe this. I'll be laying on my back stretching, right? I have this foam roller and whatever. Laying on the foam roller and my little boy will come because he wants to be near me and he'll plop down on my stomach, which really defeats the purpose (laughs) of relaxing and stretching. But I can't help but laugh. And then I almost cried how precious it is because I know these days are going to pass quickly. So that's one of my favorite things. Another thing that's more food related is I'm really looking forward to barbecue season and grilling all the veggies, all the meat, you know, all that kind of fun season we're heading into. And I do enjoy, even though it's a little stressful, the end of the year school performances and activities. I signed up the other day to volunteer for a field trip, a big field trip for my daughter's kindergarten class. I'm really excited. And then um, they have a ballet recital, like a spring ballet recital this really pretty concert hall and I'm just I'm so proud it's they they usually have just a few moments on stage but it's still <laughs> but it's pretty so sweet. sweet anyways what are some of your favorite things oh well so a while back I mentioned that the robins were attacking their reflections in our windows <laughs> and it turns out that they had good reason to be territorial so we found two nests oh. there's a robin's nest in the little niche between the downspout and the house and then we found a blue jay's nest in the bush right next to our back deck um, so like it's it's eye level for the kids. So we've tried not to bother the mama jay, but yes. when she does startle away, we can see her three little blue eggs right oh. there at eye level. Oh. oh my goodness, I can't wait to watch the babies grow. That is so <laughs> precious. I love that. I love the new life. Oh, it's just amazing. Well, we had a really great listener success story that we wanted to share with you. So one of our listeners, Libby, shared with me that she has recently felt um, inspired by the podcast to make some changes with her phone habits. So she bought like an old school alarm clock for her nightstand so that she can plug her phone in the kitchen at night. And I love this. I applaud you because this is not easy. (laughs) Yeah, it's not easy. And then she can put it in her room in the daytime, you know, like if you need to be available, of course, for people to call or text when the kids are awake. So she told me she's focusing on just prayer and parenting from a biblical perspective and just focusing on her kids and raising them as best she can. And I just, I wanted to say, yay, I'm so 
Happy to hear that. And Libby, you are doing a fantastic job. It is not easy to stay focused and follow our convictions when it feels like we're swimming upstream in a culture (laughs) or, you know, it's hard to raise little ones in a really positive, joyful, good way. But, you know, it's so worth it. And so you're doing you're putting in the work and it's going to something, you know, you will see the fruit of that in the future. So we had one quick bumblebee moment. I feel like I'm talking a lot because I also have a bumblebee moment, but um, so basically a bumblebee moment is just a moment with our kids that helps us get perspective or kind of so oftentimes laugh and it's just random. So mine this week is not super funny. It's actually more serious and I was reduced to tears. But anyways, here's what happened. It's okay. We cry as I know. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you need to hear a bumblebee moment that's a little more raw and like less silly and funny this is a real thing okay so my little boy had his two-year-old checkup recently and we go to the doctor's office and usually he's in pretty good spirits and he plays with the toys in the, the lobby and whatever so I had a really early appointment there was no one else there which I was really grateful for and I made a mental note like always schedule the first appointment of the day <laughs> it's so much <laughs> less stressful than to walk into a waiting room with like sneezing kids coughing everywhere and grabbing toys out of your kids hands and everybody fighting and whatever so we go back there with the nurse and she was like time to see how much you weigh and there's a little scale and it has a dog and a kitty on the places where the kids supposed to put their feet well he looked down and looked up at her and looked at me and decided he wasn't having this this was scary this was terrible so he started screaming and I don't mean like oh oh like crying like screaming somebody's chasing me with a knife (laughs) someone's gonna yeah yeah it was so loud and it was so embarrassing and I had to like get calm myself down because it was really throwing me off I was like completely shocked because he just doesn't do that very much and we're working on temper and like learning how to con- you know express your emotions and all that but he was screaming his head off and it, this lady was very gracious because of course they see toddlers all day that's what they do <sighs> we could barely get him to stand I had to stand on the scale with him and they had to subtract his weight from mine <laughs> because it was such a chore and then he's like she's like I have to see how tall you are and he's like nah, rah, just like yelling and screaming so we like kind of forced that one just like firmly helped him stand against the wall for two seconds so she could get his height well then we go back and he wasn't even getting shots and the doctor came in and here's this the precious moment that happened though he was really really anxious and really fearful of what the doctor was going to do and she just had the stethoscope and the little hammer thing with the rubber (laughs) end to like test your reflexes but she calmed him down literally walked him what's the expression talked him off the cliff (laughs) (laughs) helped him calm down and then her voice and just how gentle and understanding she was I was like this is amazing Mm -hmm. this is like grace in action in parenting and like this is what to do and it was so good he kind of like his tears stopped his screaming stopped and he looked at her like okay I can trust you (laughs) and she proceeded with the whole rest of the quick little exam and he was great. And I, she's like super encouraging to me. I was like, okay, asked her opinion and advice on some other issues. And she was so kind and just understanding. It just goes to show you the power of like a calm, joyful person in your life that sees a struggle you're having with parenting and just cheers you on and doesn't judge you and doesn't put you down. Because I noticed coming away from that experience, my pride was all like riled up and like, <laughs> oh, what's going on? Everyone's going to think I... God, I'm not doing a great job. And it's like, no. And even if they did, there's nothing you can do about it. You're never going to see him again. It doesn't matter. (laughs) But this, anyways, so I just wanted to say props to our Mm -hmm. children's doctor. She's incredible. And it really was a lesson in 
gentleness and you know, I, I was crying. I actually <laughs> cried tears when yeah. before she came in because he had thrown such a big fit out in the, the hallway with the uh, <laughs> other. <sighs> but I mean, but it was so good. They, they see that every day yeah. because it's a good thing that he remembers. Oh, the last time I came here, I got shots. And yeah. so that shows that his mind is working mm-hmm. and he's recalling. So I mean, those are good things. Yeah. He's, he's having a response to memories that he has. So, yeah. so I'm sure from a clinical perspective, they're saying, oh, well, this kid's doing, this kid's doing okay. Yeah. And he's just, he just doesn't want more shots. Yeah. And, and it was cool. She goes, I had three boys and one of my boys right now, or one of them used to throw really big fits and just, it was really challenging. He would do X, Y, Z. She just told me this whole story and she's like, but he's now in his third year of law school in, yeah. in Paris. And I'm like, oh my goodness, it's so awesome. It's so encouraging. Everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> yes. It's so true. I was so glad. So anyways, lesson in humility, lesson in gentleness. It was so good. And I just, I want you to know that we, Christine and I definitely go through these moments where it's challenging and it's difficult, but we can, we can make it. And being a mom is a high calling and it's, it's, it's going to be tough sometimes, but it's all going to be okay. And I just was so grateful that I was able to be reminded of that even through my own tears yes. <laughs> and my own <laughs> stress. I could feel my temperature rising. <laughs> Anyways. I'm actually sweating just thinking yes. about that because that is stressful. It is. <laughs> well, that wraps up this week's episode of Sunday Afternoon Mama. Be sure to tune in next week. We're continuing on with our homemaking series. And please, if you enjoy this podcast, tell a friend or family member so they can check it out too. Good old-fashioned word of mouth is visit sundayafternoonmama.com and follow me on Instagram and Facebook. I'll be back with you again next week. And in the meantime, I'm seeking joy and peace with you so that we can be better mamas together. Take a deep breath and smile. You've got this. Bye for now, sweet friends. <laughs>